What's up, people? It's Brian here from Full Body Athletics, but most importantly, Upgrade Mentality. And today we're episode 15, so it's been a while. I haven't been here. It's been at least a month. Haven't done any episodes, no invitees, but it doesn't mean because I'm not here that I don't think about you guys. So today's podcast is about something that's really important for me as a naturopath, but also as a coach and as a trainer and as a gym owner also. One thing that keeps coming back and back and back, especially when it comes to results and why people are not achieving the results, is because besides the fact that maybe they don't train efficiently or maybe they don't eat the right foods, they also don't sleep enough, okay? So sleep is so important for overall health, guys. We're going to go into it more in the, in, the, in, the, um, in the podcast of today, but just quickly, good for energy, good for uh, recuperation, good for just lightheadedness, uh, being able to perform tasks better, uh, having more energy, uh, etc. So today's podcast, I want to talk about the importance of sleep and how we can make it better. Okay, if you guys are interested in knowing more about this uh, this podcast or more or reading about it on my blog at fullbodylegs.com, I have an article exactly with the same title. So you just have to follow through. Okay, so. We all know how important sleep is, okay? But for every person, sleep is different, right? We all know these one people that they can get away with sleeping for two to three or four or five hours and they say it's way more than enough. They don't need any more. But for most people, seven to eight hours is what you need. So let's go right into it, all right? So sleep plays a vital role in good health and well-being throughout your life. The way you feel while you are while you're awake depends in part of what happens while you are sleeping. During sleep, your body is working to support healthy brain function and maintain your physical health. In children and teens, sleep also supports growth and development. So if your children, maybe if for parents that are listening to this podcast, are not getting enough sleep, that is a big problem because it will damper their growth. Getting inadequate sleep over time can raise risk of chronic long-term health problems. It can also affect how well you think react, work, lean, and get along with others. Not only that, a lack of sleep affects your overall energy levels and can make you feel lethargic. The goal of this article or this podcast is to bring forward the benefits of sleeping, how much sleep we need, and how we can make it deeper. So in today's podcast, I really want to talk about the benefits of sleeping because I can go on and on and talk about sleeping, but you want to know what's the benefits. This is why you listen to this podcast, right? How much sleep do we need? Okay, for a a teen or for an adult or for an old person and how we can make it deeper because what we want to do okay while we sleep what's really important to understand guys is that the recuperative state is sleeping it's called REM okay and REM is the deep sleep that is the sleep that is really needed okay so if you don't find yourself dreaming which is the number one factor of why of REM sleep is is actually dreaming if you find yourself not to be dreaming enough that's probably because you're not getting enough REM sleep. It's also maybe because your sleep is not deep enough. So that's a big problem. All right. So let's go over the benefits of sleeping. So first and foremost, a better heart and circulatory system. When you fall asleep and enter non-REM sleep, your blood sugar, blood pressure and heart rate fall. During sleep, your parasympathetic system controls your body and your heart does not work as hard as it does when you are awake. During REM sleep and when you're waking, your sympathetic sympathetic system is activated, increasing your heart rate, blood pressure to the usual levels when you awake and relax. A sharp increase in blood pressure and heart rate upon waking has been linked to angina, 
or chest pain or heart attacks, okay? People who don't sleep enough or wake up often during night may have a higher risk of coronary heart disease, high blood pressure, obesity, and stroke. So number one thing, guys, heart health, okay? So when you think about sleep, okay, research shows that people that don't get enough sleep during the lifetime are very prone to heart diseases, Okay, so be very careful with that. Number two, hormones and sleep. Your body makes different hormones at different times of the day. This may be related to your sleep pattern or your circadian clock. In the morning, your body releases hormones that promote alertness, such as cortisol, which is a stress hormone, which also helps you wake up. Other hormones have 24-hour patterns that vary throughout your life. For example, in children, the hormones that tell the glands to release testosterone, estrogen, and progesterone are made in pulses at night, and the pulses get bigger as puberty approaches, okay? So we can see here, uh, for most people, okay, when we cup at night, there's a release of uh, cortisol. Cortisol is the stress hormone. So it is not reason why when you wake up in the morning, you have a lot of energy, right? Because you're angst up, right? You're stressed out to the max. It's also people confuse themselves as saying, oh, well, I'm depressed. I'm not feeling good. I'm feeling anxious because your cortisol levels are very, very high in the morning, right? So for a lot of people, they may react to very high cortisol levels by being very anxious or being very stressed. So don't get confused, okay? If you wake up in the morning and you are a bit stressed, it's normal. It's because your cortisol levels are high. That is a way of keeping you awake in the morning. Okay. Just want to quickly mention here, guys, for those that love you, those lovely coffee lovers, which I'm, I'm also one of them. Be just careful. Okay. When you drink coffee in the morning, it's not recommended to drink a coffee right off bed. I recommend you guys. Okay. At least, at least 45 minutes to an hour. Drink some water, maybe some celery juice, lemon water, etc., before you actually go into the coffee. All right, just because the coffee mixed with the high cortisol levels is not a good cocktail, okay? So lay off the coffee for a while, give it an hour, and then you take your coffee, all right? This is me talking as a naturopath, okay? Metabolism and sleep. The way your body handles varies according to various circadian clocks, including those in the liver, fat, and muscle. For example, the circadian clocks make sure that your liver is prepared to help digest fats at appropriate times. Your body may handle fat differently if you eat at unusual times. Studies have shown that not only getting enough quality sleep can lead to what? A. Higher levels of hormones that control higher levels of the hormones that control hunger, including leptin and ghrelin, inside your body. Decreased ability to resist respond resist and respond to insulin. Increased consumption of food, especially fatty, sweet, and salty foods. Decreased physical activity metabolic syndrome, and all these different symptoms, ladies and gentlemen, contribute to overweight and obesity. So if you're not getting enough sleep, what's going on here in your body is that your body is not producing the right hormones at the right times. So what happens is that basically your body is not in homeostasis. Homeostasis is is the, 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 the it's a, homeostasis is another word to say in balance, okay? So when there's not enough sleep, what happens is that the level, the hormones that control hunger and all these different things are decreased, okay? The hormones that control your stress are decreased. The hormones that control fat, your, your, your want to need, your want to eat food, especially fat, sweets, and salty foods are also decreased, okay? So be very, very careful, guys. If you see that yourself, you're not sleeping enough and you're attracted to these foods, it's maybe a sign. Okay, so if you tend to be very attracted to these types of foods, maybe it's because you're not getting enough sleep. So be very, very aware of that. Okay, so three things that if the sleep affects: number one, heart and circulatory system; number two, hormones and sleep; 
And number three, metabolism and sleep. So, big question. How much sleep do we really need, Mr. Brian? So, experts recommend that adult, adults sleep between seven and eight and seven and nine hours a night, okay, which eight is perfect. Adults who sleep less than seven hours a night may have more health issues than those who sleep seven or more than eight more hours a night. Sleeping more than nine hours a night is not necessarily harmful. And may be helpful for young adults. People who are recovering from sleep deprivation. People who are sick. So, sleeping nine hours is not a problem. Okay, it's not recommended. But if you need to sleep nine hours because you went through a rough week, it's okay. Sleeping nine hours hours is actually very good for young adults, especially children. So, if children can get at least nine hours of sleep, it's very good because, like I mentioned before, it's good for their growth, good for their hormone cycle, good for testosterone, all these things, right? Testosterone, estrogen, progesterone. Um, also, if you are lacking sleep, then nine hours is okay. So if, let's say you had a hard week and you worked a lot of hours and you didn't get enough sleep. If on the weekend you sleep more than eight hours, it's fine too, okay? Or if you're sick, all right? When it comes to children, the recommended need is at least eight to nine hours for children, okay? So be very careful. When it comes to children, try to get these parents, young parents, Try to get your kids uh, early into bed, right? Don't let them stay up too late and make sure they're sleeping at least nine hours, okay? So next question, how to make sleep deeper? So this is a question I always get by my clients. My clients always tell me, oh, Brian, I sleep enough, but my sleep is not deep enough. What can I do? What can I do? So there are many things that you can do, okay? So first and foremost, stick to a sleep schedule. So this is vastly important okay so if you set yourself up to be by bed at 10 o'clock every night then your brain is going to recognize that pattern and if your brain recognizes that pattern then when you get to bed at 10 o'clock it's going to be much easier for you versus if one day you go to bed at 11 your day come at 12 your day's at one your day's at nine your body's never going to recognize a pattern and if your body doesn't recognize the pattern it's going to be very hard for it to calm down during those hours Okay, so set aside no more than eight hours for sleep, right? Like I mentioned before, the recommended amount of sleep for an adult is at least seven hours, all right? If you fall asleep within 20 minutes of going to bed, leave your bedroom and do something relaxing. Let's say if you wake up fast, right, and you, you, you're you like, oh my God, I can't sleep, you don't have too much energy, then try to do something relaxed, okay? Try to read a book or try to just listen to really calm music. And then you go back to bed when you're tired, okay? So don't try to just stick to it and try to roll, 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 roll. Sometimes the best thing to do is read a little book or maybe just stretch or maybe do some zone exercises, some breathing exercises. And then once you feel comfortable, you go back to bed, all right? Number two, create a restful environment, okay, guys? So if you're the type of person that's listening to a hard rock, okay, or that's watching TV or that's on your tablet, or that's on scrolling on TikTok, this is the bad thing to do, okay? Avoid prolonged use of light emitting screens just before bedtime, guys. It's really, really bad for you because it's going to activate the part of your brain that recognizes sunlight. And if your brain recognizes sunlight at 10 or 11 o'clock at night, it's not going to recognize that it's it, that's a, it's time to go to sleep, you understand? So just be very, very careful with that because it does affect sleep greatly, especially with children, okay? Children and adults, but be careful with children because you don't want them. You don't want them to adapt bad habits young in their life. Okay. 
Include physical activity in your daily routine. I keep on mentioning it, guys, okay? Be active, okay? If you're active during the day, you're releasing cortisol. If you're active during the day, you're getting your body tired, okay? So when it comes at nighttime, you're going to be able to relax and sleep, okay? That's so important. A lot, a lot, a lot of people do I know, okay, they they, you know, they don't work out and they say, well, I can't sleep at night. I have too much energy. Yeah, it's probably because you're not working out enough. Maybe your job is not giving you an adequate uh, energy ex- 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 dispenser, okay? Let's say, for example, you work from home and you just expect, I close my laptop, eat supper with my wife, and I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to be tired. doesn't necessarily work like that. Go for a walk. Go for an hour, two-hour walk. Go for a workout. Find a gym. Find a group gym like Full Body Athletics. Uh, go for a hike. Do something, but get your body activated. So when you come at night, you actually re- re- you actually respect and admire and appreciate your bed. Okay. Little mention here. It's not in the article, but I'm gonna mention here as a naturopath. Uh, one thing that you can also do before you go to sleep that really, really helps with REM, the deep sleep, okay, is taking something like magnesium by glycinate, okay? So glycinate is an amino acid, okay? So binding with magnesium, the glycinate helps the absorption, okay? Research shows that taking magnesium by glycinate about 30, to one, 30 minutes to one hour before you go to sleep actually increases deep sleep, so if you're the type of person that you can sleep early, but your sleep is not deep enough and you keep waking up, taking something like magnesium glycinate can be really, really good for your sleep. If you have questions when it comes to magnesium, you can always write me in DM, fullbodyathletics at gmail.com, and I'll send you an information. And as a naturopath, I can order from a good company called NFH, which I'm affiliated to. All right. So... Conclusion, all in all, sleep is probably the most recuperative action we can do for our bodies. And it's also one of the greatest healing action that we can do. Yeah, you can eat great. Yeah, you can train six times a day. Yeah, you can take sunlight. But if you're not getting enough sleep, guys, you're not recuperating enough and you're not lowering inflammation. So get your sleep. As athletes, sleep helps improve our moods and gives us energy needed to train. Guys, hopefully you guys enjoyed this beautiful podcast. Hopefully you guys, you guys got a lot from this podcast. Don't forget, uh, right now at the Full Body Legs Gym, we have the Summer Body Special 2, which is a super popular special that we did last year, and we had so many great results. Six weeks, you can train up to five times. It's $199. It's It's the price of two of... Two months unlimited at the gym for one month, okay? You get the diet plan, the new summer body challenge diet plan. You get a breakfast cookbook, a smoothie cookbook. You get the before and after pictures. You get the train online. You get all these great things for $199, $199.99, tax included. The real price is a total value of $1,130, so be fast the special finishes on the 8th of june thank you so much for listening to me hopefully you guys got a lot from this podcast i enjoy you guys this was episode 15 on sleep be good and i'll see you soon ciao